Show. I am your humble host, Patrick Howley. Do you notice by now that something is going on? Something very sinister, something very malevolent. We've seen now, I hope you have, the video of the police preventing the desperate parents from getting into the school where their kids were being shot. How long was that shooter in the school, in the classroom? Just rampaging. I mean, this is very similar to what happened in Sanford, Florida. Very similar to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, which of course gave us David Hogg, Harvard's finest, and that Emma person. And they just had those kids ready to go right after the shooting when they were out there, you know, agitating to take away the guns of the citizens. Because that's what they're desperate to do. Because they're desperate, of course, to enforce a new world order, an authoritarian regime and as the lovely Hannah Howley points out, you have to pay attention to how these uh, freaks, these globalist psychopaths in the media are talking about guns now as though it's a public health crisis. Well, really, it's a public health crisis, the firearms. The, because what they are going to try to do is connect this to what the World Health Organization is doing in setting up a one world government and, and using the pretext of public health crisis to take away the guns. Here are the desperate parents trying to save their kids and law enforcement, instead of saving their kids, is... I mean, pretty clearly, intentionally not allowing them to go save their kids. I mean, that's a fact. This is pure terror that you're watching. You're watching pure terrorism. You're watching people being terrorized by the state in real time. They know their kids are dying. show to do so we can't dwell too much on how the state is horrible absolutely horrible to the people that it's killing but you get you get the idea and you understand why it is that we do what we do which is because the state is killing these people and um you know you send your kids to public school they might get taken by cps because you know the teacher overhears you uh have a trump sign in your front yard or uh, your kids might get slaughtered, as they did in Florida, as they did um, at that school, um, as they do other places. Kids get slaughtered, oftentimes in gun-free zones. That's what the government wants. That's what the government wants. And every single time, as it gets more and more horrific, they blue pill the normies. And a lot of these women, especially after some of these shootings, a lot of these women, protect the children! <laughs> Why can't we just common sense take the guns away so there's no more shootings? Okay, well... All right, let's have a conversation about the FBI. And, and do you want the FBI having the guns? Do you want the police who you think are so racist being the only people having the guns? Let's be very real about what's going on here, regardless of how you feel about the issue of mass shootings. The real issue is that the government wants to disarm you so that you will be put easier to be put into concentration camps or murdered when the globalists finally get rid of national sovereignty here in America and take over once and for all, and it's happening fast, courtesy of the World Health Organization and the UN. Well, at least one Congress candidate is out there, and, oh, this guy, this guy right here. So, Greg Raths. Greg Raths is running in California 40. 
and he is running in the Republican primary, and apparently this took place at a mosque. So what's the number one rule that no politician can, can break when it comes to Republican politics? Is there a certain group that can't be named? Is there a certain uh, nation state of 1948 that perhaps can't be criticized in any way? Here is Greg Raths running for Congress. The money goes, the, these politicians go where the money is, unfortunately. The Jewish community is very well organized in the United States, and they control a lot of politicians. That's why the foreign aid is, go, is so large going, going to Israel. And I will continue to work. Uh, the Jewish community has never given me one, one dime. Yeah. I'm not behold. I feel like I'm at the great first state of the union. Comrade Stump, Comrade Stump, Comrade Stump, Lefty Crypto. Lefty Crypto, good work, fine work. Palestinian Graper, Palestinian Graper, good to see you, good to see everyone. Well, Greg Ratz, he, uh, he didn't apologize, actually. They're claiming that he apologized because they just have to get the, the W. So the uh, Orange County Register is like, Congressional candidate Greg Ratz apologizes for comments Jewish leaders label anti-Semitic pandering. So, but he didn't really apologize. That's kind of dishonest. That's kind of deceptive. So... The Simon Weisenthal Center, a Jewish human rights advocacy group in Los Angeles, on Twitter called the speech more anti-Semitic pandering, since it seems to nod at the false trope perpetuated in Nazi Germany and by modern white supremacists that Jews secretly control the world. This has always been false and it's very hurtful, said Stephen J. Einstein, founding rabbi of congregation in Fountain Valley who saw a video of Rath's comments. It can lead to hatred, and then to people acting violently because of their hatred. Einstein said that because anti-Semitic hate crimes are spiking, the timing of Rath's comment is particularly worrisome. A campaign spokesman for Asif Mahmood. All right, well, let's see if we get Asif Mahmood on our side. The only Democrat in the California 40 race who also attended the forum called the comments reprehensible and called on Rath to disavow them. Come on! Asif Mahmood isn't on his side on that one? Come on! Asif Mahmood sells him out for the shekels. So, asked about the reaction to his comments, here's Rath. He says, I was referencing how politically engaged the American Jewish community is in Washington, D.C. I apologize if I offended... Oh, he did apologize. He says, I apologize if I offended the Jewish community. I was just saying that organization is very important to get the ears of politicians in Washington, D.C. Many politicians may deny that, but it's a fact. So he did double down. He apologized, but he doubled down. That's kind of weird. You don't see that tactic very often. The apology, I'm sorry, but it's true. I'm sorry, but what I said is 100% true. Hmm, okay. So he said, so when Rass was asked to clarify his comment that he's never taken money from the Jewish community, he said, quote, I have not taken money from any Jewish PAC. That is a true statement. All right. Well, you know what? He's still in the race. He hasn't dropped out. All right. He did, he did drop the apology, technically, but double down. So apology plus double down. You don't see that very often. That's kind of tricky, because usually people think it's either or. It's like, I can apologize or I can double down. But this guy's like, you know what, I'll get the headline for the apology, but at the same time I'll be like, hey, have you heard about the Rothschilds and international banking? Would you like to subscribe to my newsletter? I apologize and disavow my reprehensible comments, which are 100% true. And did you know that the Salzberger family owned and operated the New York Times for many years?
All right. Well, take that, Henry Kissinger. There you go, Greg Rass. If you're in California 40, you know what to do. You know, how does, how does it make me feel when I have to hear people disparage the white man day in and day out and there's nothing that, that we can do to even speak out against it in polite society? You know how it makes me feel? A little angry. Some other people are angry too. We don't condone violence, of course, but... <laughs> I love how, like, the best part in those kinds of videos is, is the, the observers, the people watching, who are always like, Damn! Oh! Oh! What? What? Oh! Oh, damn! What? Right? And, and sometimes the white guy, we showed the clip on the show, still my, one of my favorite ever on the, on the Walmart fight segment, where a white guy wasn't expected to do much. Oh, he go up against a white guy. Oh, white guy, come here. He's thinking he can fight, right? And then the white guy wins, gets a couple of knockdowns, gets a knockout, and then the crowd is, oh, oh. See, he got the respect. That's a meritocracy. That's a meritocracy. That is colorblindness right there, okay, conservatives? That is true colorblindness. That is multiracial working class populism right there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the monkeypox, the monkeypox is their latest uh, PSYOP. So Dr. Anthony Fauci presides over Monkey Island. We've, we've covered this on the show, tortures monkeys on the taxpayer dime on Monkey Island, National Institutes of Health. And then, of course, you have the fact that they had this monkeypox vaccine all ready to go. And uh, Joe Biden's uh, operation at the University of Pennsylvania you know, University of Pennsylvania making bank on it. So everybody's making bank on this monkeypox vaccine, which is the most ridiculous thing ever. And of course, the internet is mocking it. Hi, team. Uh, not done oh. with anything oh, really, really, as you can see. I've, uh, I've caught this new virus that's come out. Um, but don't panic. It's fine. It's nothing to worry about, honestly. As long as you take plenty of potassium and eat lots of bananas, you'll be absolutely fine. Um, Eat bananas, folks. I started coming on yesterday, I noticed my ears getting a little bit bigger and then stuff started changing in my face and I tested, obviously, I tested 65 times um, with a new PCR test that's come out and, uh, you know, it came back positive, but I just wanted to be on the safe side, mm -hmm. um, so I just keep testing all the time. Um, quite a surprise, really, that be I cautious, it. Be cautious, be safe, really eat your bananas. Pox, but, you know, ooh, ooh, uh, uh. Eat your bananas. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. The monkeypox. They're serious about this. They're, they're literally trying to do a, a Rona 2.0 with monkeypox. Cannot even express in words how much we are going to mock these people. And we are mocking these people. And here's a man, a living legend now. He's like a folk hero. He goes around the country and he speaks his mind. He speaks his point of view at various government functions, city functions. Um, here is... In, in Marin County, California, in the San Francisco Bay Area, none other than Primetime 99, Alex Stein. Please unmute, and you have the option to share video. Hey, Katie, it's me, Alejandro, and I, guys, I don't know why we haven't effectively got a vaccine for the monkeypox. I really enjoy hanging out at the bathhouses in San Francisco, and I know that I can be susceptible to get it. As a matter of fact, I think I might have it already. I have horrible sores all over my genitalia area, and I'm not sure if it is monkeypox, 
but there's no safe and effective monkeypox test at the moment. So I'm really just begging if we can get Katie Rice to spend some money because these monkeys, they're getting people and humans infected. It's not much different than the AIDS epidemic. And, and you know that ravaged through San Francisco. So I don't want the monkeypox to take out me and my friends. And listen, I'm not a homosexual. I'm a metrosexual, but I have a lot of gay friends and I hang out with them. And I go to the bathhouses and we hang out. We spin there and we like to the steam in the sauna. And now I have sores all over my body and I'm not exactly sure what that's from. And I don't even know the testing protocol. So if you guys could just give one ounce of energy that you gave COVID-19 to monkeypox, it might help me and my community because listen, I live in fear. I have sores right now. I'm going through all kinds of neosporin. And let me tell you something, it's not its not pleasurable. It's very, and it's very embarrassing. I have to come here and publicly speak about this. And it just makes me feel really embarrassed. It makes me feel terrible because I just want to live in a society that's accessible. I mean, what's next? Donkey pox, giraffe pox, how many pox are there? I already had chicken pox. And that was terrible. I had to repeat second grade because of that. And since all these pots are ruining my life, and I don't even know how to get tested. I don't know where to go. I need the vaccine. All I'm asking for is a monkey box. I've already had my fifth booster. I'm willing to take as many shots as it takes, but I need your help. I'm asking you, Moderna, Pfizer, if you're listening, I need my monkey box vaccine. These stores are ravaging my body and making it uncomfortable to even sit down to go number two. I just don't know what to do except to come here and thank you. You're our leaders. You should know this. You should have a plan in place, a contingency plan for this outbreak. Brian tells you that it can be just thank as you. bad. Thank you, sir. All right. Concerned citizen out there just speaking his mind, you know? The public forum, the public debate, the realm of ideas, the arena. This is uh, an important thing. It's important to engage with the discourse. Important to go out into the public like a tribune of the people and go out there and hear their concerns and engage with the, with, with the discourse. Participate because the world is run by satanic freaks. Here's what Dan Rather had to say some years ago. We may have forgotten that smallpox was or is a terrible virulent disease. It kills one out of every three of its victims. There is no cure. The vaccine effectively immunizes against smallpox, but that protection has a price. Some people die from it, and others have serious bad reactions, some permanent. Scientists say it's the most dangerous vaccine known to man. It could protect Americans from the unthinkable destruction of a smallpox attack, but make no mistake, it is a vaccine with a dark side. All right creepy weirdo satanist puppet from decades past predictive programming the insane malevolent destruction of the world by you psychopathic social controllers you know who the real victim is here though it's klaus schwab with a vaccine he'll tell you but we knew that there's a very fanatic group of anti-vaxxers that will go after us no matter what. They will claim that the sun didn't go up because people were vaccinated, and that created... No one's ever claimed that, asshole. Shut up. I'm suing you. And one thing it is to sue you in the U.S., another thing is to sue you in a country where the legal system is not up to that standards or in Switzerland. Oh, yes, the legal system. So so I think that's behind us. Uh, Everything (laughs) went okay, and now I think we can move on. Oh, yeah, now I think we can move on. Uh, you know, uh, like 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 you were saying, man. I, I, and this is Leonardo. Sorry, I just wanted to jump in real quick. Like you were saying, man. I, I honestly think like that. 
it's 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 hilarious how they put this stuff right in front of our faces but they they do it they honestly the reason why they do it is because they want it's 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 not just predictive programming it's not just desensitization but it's really 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 about the acclimatization into this new the, the new world that they want to give us, you know, the great reset world that they want to give us, you know what I mean? It's not like that, that, and if you really think about it, also what they're doing is, is they're kind of like, they're telling them they're going to kill you, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know if they're in, in their eyes, maybe by law, when they get caught, then they can just throw up their hands and be like, well, you guys can't hold me accountable. I've been telling you what viruses I'm making. I've been telling you what I'm doing to kill you. So yeah, man. Like you know, I hundred percent agree. You know. I think we were we were both uh, targets of the anti-vaccine uh, movements and uh, conspiracy uh, people uh, claiming that I had triple. I wonder what it is. Tri triple um, is threat. Uh, COVID. You hear that? Um, mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's well, He's all excited. You're a piece of, of shit. Of You're, shit. You're rotting uh, I know you pile of garbage. You're a steaming one day. garbage was... man. Garbage pile. Not a garbage man like like somebody who actually does work and, and picks up the garbage. Those people are worthwhile. And, and you, Klaus Schwab, are a parasite. You're a leech. You're made of garbage. You're composed of garbage. Your soul is trash. I gotta be honest, bro. You, you know, just just real quick, man. You know, you're not really good at you know making fun of people, but you know, you could you could use a, a a spectrum of different words to describe, you know, Carl Schwab, uh, Carl Schwabs, or any of these any of these uh, uh, elite types that claim that they know better than um, you, your own children. They don't even know how to cook their own food, but somehow they uh, they know better than you know they know better than you. But um, to really, really give you some insight on what you're really trying to say, partner, I think you're really, really trying to go with, how about horse dung? How about you look like leech stew that's been resting in a pond for five days? How about every, saying, every single thing that they say sounds like a retard getting fucked or gangbanged by 12 different races? How about we keep on, <laughs> all right, I'm just playing, keep on going with it. You're a trash person. Euro trash, Klaus Schwab. Well, speaking of Euro trash, you know, over the um, over the weekend, I'm uh, you know going back to my uh, life as a uh, big celebrity jet set um, uh, jet setter. Uh, I'm in the jet set. I'm one of the beautiful people. Actually, I was at this thing recently. It was because you know Baked Alaska. Baked Alaska invited me. That's the only reason I got in um, because they were like, "Are you with Yoba?" Then it's okay, but. You know, here's here's what was going on, and uh, actually we were uh, we were on the runway for a while. Let's, let's take a look. Real quick, bro, how do you not get scared out of your mind? Now, if you're an audio listener, you're not really going to be able to see what I'm looking at, but I'm just going to describe it to you. Almost every single one of these models are completely wrapped in some type of latex, where it only shows the eyes. Like, literally covers up the ears, and they put on these large, dramatic clothes on each one of these um, these uh, uh, models, if you even want to call them that. But they look literally like they're trans. They're trying to put on this image of humans need to turn into cyborgs, which is what these actually, which is what these models look like. They look like living cyborgs, you know what I mean? With all this latex on. It's crazy as shit. I'm going to post the actual video to uh, Spotify, and you'll be able to check it out. But it's wild, man. Thank <laughs> you. 
this is what you see when you go to hell in like the waiting room. The devil will see you soon. In the meantime, look at these fine products. For Satan rules the earth. Bow down before your master. This is weird. This is weird stuff, man. So that's... I wasn't there, to be clear, but... I don't think I would be invited to that. Weird stuff. Weird stuff. How many babies do these people eat? I mean, I want to count. I want to count of how many of the babies. I want to count of how many babies. I want to count. I want to count. Here is my impression of um, Ben Shapiro um, sending his baby meat back because it's not done correctly. Um, excuse me. Um, the free market precepts tell me that I no longer have to uh, patronize your business if you are not going to give me the baby meat up to the specifications that I have ordered. I ordered medium rare baby meat. This is clearly well done baby meat. If I wanted to eat a Haitian, I would hang out with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Sinister people at the top of the world power structure, including conservative media, which is not to say, I mean, that was parody, ladies and gentlemen, parody. Speaking of parody, so is Joe Biden's economy. But inflation's going to hit, and then it's going to wipe out your retirement account if you have a retirement account. So goldco.com, 855-936-3799. If you go, you call them up. They'll give you a precious metals IRA. I don't have one, but... I don't have enough money to have a retirement account. If I did, then I would have this. All right, goldco.com. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for everything that uh, you are doing out there. And keep mocking them, keep making fun of them, keep treating them with utter contempt, these globalist scumbags, and make them know that we hate them as much as they hate us. I'll see you next week on The Campaign Show.